now entering the Lucid Life Vibes podcast. We are going paranormal in this last episode of the season. That's right. We're finishing up season one, the very first season of Lucid Life Vibes podcast. We started talking about the 10 and the 11 in season one. So if this is your first podcast, welcome and enjoy the binging, (laughs) enjoy binging all the previous podcasts. This autumn equinox is upon us here in the next few days, and I feel this massive shift of energy. So I just want to bring forward this month of September that we are in, the nine. And I want to, before we jump into this paranormal conversation, I really want to talk about this full circle moment as we complete season one of the podcast, I feel like this paranormal topic is one that we've kind of touched on off and on this entire season. And I think a lot of people default to paranormal in a lot of the subject matters that we discuss. A lot of these podcasts, I think, are considered paranormal because paranormal really delves into that non-physical aspect of life. And so this is going to be a lot of fun. However, before we dive in deep with the paranormal, that non-physical aspect, I'd like the opportunity to talk a little bit about the physical aspect. Because when you can tap into the physical and non-physical, it's a powerful point. It's a power point. It really is. Because not only are you in this present moment and you're physical, but you're able to tune in and tap into the non-physical and everything is quantum. Everything is quantum. I'm excited for quantum to become normal, mainstream vocabulary. All the matter is quanta. Everything in life is matter. So it's quanta. And it's all energetic. It's energy and vibration. No laws about it. It's just life, the universe. It's all electromagnetic. It's all quantum energy, quantum physics. And a lot of this paranormal can be explained through the quantum energy. And when we talk about quanta and quantum, there's truth. There's truth in it. And you can feel for the truth. You can see the truth. And this also opens a door on remote viewing, astral projection, and it brings us full circle back to the gateway technique, the gateway process. And there's an entire podcast on this gateway technique and process. And it's really coming up again right now. And I think that it's all connected to this idea of paranormal. So let's get back to this idea We're in the ninth month right now. Now, this is a timeless podcast whenever you're listening to it. However, right now, I'm in the ninth month, and we're entering into September 23rd of the year 2023. 
And this idea of nine, fractal infinity, there's an entire podcast about the nine. There's another one about the 10 and the 11. And the numbers are part of the quantum energy, the sacred geometry, biology is part of the quantum energy, biological. So there is this absolute connection between the, the quantum energy, the electromagnetic energy and flow, and the human experience, biology, the body, and nature. So in all of these podcasts, most likely I have mentioned that we are the consciousness of nature, the fabric of time and space, and we can tune into this. And for many of us, this is a normal part of physical life. For others, it feels paranormal and crazy. So I think it's a matter of perspective. And I want to open this thought experiment. Maybe it's a thought experience for you. Whether it's a thought experience or a thought experiment, this idea of opening You don't need the key. You're the key if a key is needed. It's this idea of just being open, open open-minded, opening your mind, your heart, your gut instinct so you can trust yourself. And we've also talked about this year of the rabbit. In the year 2023, it equals to seven, the seeker. It's also the year of the water rabbit. So this flow of seeking the knowledge for yourself, your truth. And there's also been this invitation to not be distracted or entertained by the constructs, the systems of the earth, there's a shifting occurring. So when we talk about the number nine, it is fractal infinity, which makes the eight, the infinity, the infinite reality of the universe physical when it's nine fractal patterns, the peacock feather, the pineapple, the snow cone, I mean, the snowflake, (laughs) snow cone, snowflake. Maybe the snow cone is because it's tiny little pieces of ice. (laughs) So nine is also about patterns, the, the cycle of life and cycles. And so there are cycles in life, right? The human is born and then there's death however those of us that are tuned into non-physical life we don't feel for it as death we feel for it as returning back to our spirit the wholeness and completedness of who we are and so they're very much our cycles this in and out and even though i don't feel like there's a beginning and end to the universe and we are the universe experiencing ourselves. We are this flowing creation energy as life force energy that we all are expressing ourselves in the human form. I believe we are all the universe experiencing ourselves in human form, experiencing our, our grand manifestation. And many of us are here to shift the reality, shift the energies here on planet Earth. And we've talked about how we've moved into this different location and time of the universe since 2012. And I really feel for that we started moving into this different part of the universe back in 2002. 
And it really solidified and became physical in the year 2022. So from 2002 to 2022, there was movement into a different location of the universe. And it's a higher vibrational. So if we talk about energy and vibration, it means that it's less dense in the matter. So if we're talking about matter and we're talking about dimensions and we're talking about energy and vibration, it really is this invitation to feel for the density, what is heavy, what is light. And so something like the word law and legalism and legalistic is a heavier, lower vibration from something that you can feel a freedom, which is a higher vibration. It's a lighter, not so heavy. So there's this invitation to feel for what's lighter and higher for you vibrationally. So whether that's a thought, an emotion, a physical person, place, or thing, whatever it is, you can feel through it. So there's this intuition and then accessing all the psychic abilities. Again, the hum- all humans are this powerful gateway. It's a matter of balancing the hemispheres of the brain, breathing, And when we think about this idea of nine and we're in this ninth month in September, there's this in and out things that come to a completion, just like this season of podcasts. This is the last episode in this season. And so as we go out, I think it's going to be really interesting to weave all the past episodes together. And again, if you haven't heard all the past episodes, if this is your first time tuning in, I invite you to listen to this one and then go back and then go back. It doesn't matter the order. Your timing's perfect no matter what order you listen or receive it. So I just want to bring forward as we're moving from the ninth into this 10th month, moving into this autumn, autumn, this fall equinox, there's a shift, there's a seasonal shift. And it's interesting because many of us are seasonal and it almost feels like this January 1st as we entered into all four seasons. And even if you don't experience seasonal weather, you can still tune in to the vibration and the energy of the seasons and the shifting energy. It's interesting because when I think about the seasons and the time of the year, I think about how my sleep schedule changes, how I change. And I'm so excited for no more daylight savings time. (laughs) Whatever the timing of spring and summer is, that's my favorite. I love it when we have the sun all day long. I really don't enjoy darkness at four and five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and so I am really excited. I'm hoping that there is no more daylight savings time. That is just messing with the pineal gland. <laughs> so I'm really welcoming in not only this seasonal shift, but I feel like as we enter into September 23rd, 2023, that there's going to be a huge shift in the quantum energy. I don't know what this is going to look like, but I feel it coming. And there's an invitation 
to open, soften, and allow and move out of fear and embrace whatever these changes and shift of energy are. I feel that this idea of daylight savings time and controlling and messing with the pineal gland is over. That is not wellness and well-being for any human body to change the timing twice a year. Switching your your rhythm, <laughs> the ta- your schedule of your day, that is not wellness and well-being. Just like if we were to talk about 432 hertz frequency and how that that was a standard of music and it's now a different frequency is a standard of music and what those frequencies do. So I feel like the quantum energy, the vibration, it's across physical and non-physical. And so for me, there's no separation. I don't feel a separation between physical and non-physical. So a lot of people like to use the word spiritual, spirituality, spiritual awakening, spiritual, 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 right? And a lot of people talk about, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Well, for me, I don't use the word spiritual or spirituality because there's no separation. It is all that. For me, all quantum energy is spiritual, Because all quantum energy is life and life is spiritual. So again, when we're talking this lower density of vibration, when it comes to the thoughts and the words, there's just a lot of thoughts and words that don't apply in a higher vibrational reality. And as you tune into the non-physical, you can tune into so much more. And again, Get up off of the surface, go beyond. And there's this ascension, the rising up. And when we talk about in our last podcast about this idea of transcend, existing above it all, you can do that through this non-physical aspect aspect of you, your sphere, your higher self, but also being able to tune into the quantum energy. So I do quantum energy readings and I can tune into the energy and we all can. We all have this intuition, the inner navigational system. We are all, we're all able to tune in and tap into the psychic abilities. It's a matter of choice. Some of us are more tuned in. So some of us have to really learn to tune things out. And some of us are more tuned out and have to learn to tune in. So I'm someone, I'm a Sagittarius sun, Aries moon, Sagittarius north node. So a lot of Sagittarius and Pisces energy, just see, hear, feel, touch it all. We just see it all. There's an invitation to not be a victim to it because sometimes it feels that way. It's overwhelming, but you can tune it out. And then my husband is that Taurus, Virgo, super earthy, life path 11, self-mastery, And for him, it's a tuning in. He naturally tunes everybody out (laughs) and tunes stuff out. So for him, it's a tuning in. We're all different. We all perceive and receive differently. We all manifest differently. It's an individual experience. So this idea of laws of things is just low vibrational. (laughs) It's not a one size fits all. 
we all have a different experience. I mean, look at look at the Bible, for example. There are four books in the New Testament that tell the story of Jesus from four different perspectives. They read differently. So we're all going to perceive and receive differently. I mean, if my husband and I wrote a book on the past 25 years of our life together, obviously the read would be different from his perspective. And then if our son, right, wrote a third edition of that, it would be different. And so this need that we all feel, touch, see, like we perceive the same, we manifest the same, that there's a law about it is simply not true. That is a lower vibrational construct. I also like to talk. I go live. I'm a live streamer. So you can catch me live over on Kick live streaming. And sometimes I, I go live on TikTok on the side. I'm not a fan of TikTok. Looking forward to the day that I uninstall that for good. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. I'm only there for the people that I connect with. But I love live streaming. And one of the things, and the reason why I love it is because we shift the conversation in real time in the energy readings. It's you shift in real time. And it's this paradigm shift and releasing false beliefs and opening to who you truly are. And it's about you and your your truth and, and trusting your knowing. And so over in the lives, I'm always on repeat with this one thing saying, we are perfect perfections. You are a perfect perfection. You're enough. You see, it's the constructs. It's the systems of the earth that are failed. It's the curriculum that's failed. You're not failed and flawed. It's them. It's that fitting in. And I truly believe fitting in is a construct. It's an illusion. It's not true. There's nothing to fit into. Unless you're going to fit into the constructs of the earth and the systems of the earth. And I really feel like as we shift into this fall equinox, I really feel like on November 23rd, 2023, there's going to be this massive awakening, this energetic awakening of the mind and the body and that there is nothing to fit into you. It really is about freedom. And what is wanted for you? This idea of judgment and condemnation and one size fits all, that's not freedom. That's not creation energy. That's not, that's not what life is about. I mean, look at nature. Is nature like that? No. You can look to nature to see what's going on in the universe. The miracles of nature, the miracles of the universe, the miracles of life. But when you get caught up in the lower vibrational, the unwanted, the heaviness, the constructs, the control, there's this oppression, this shutting down, this hiding, and there's illusions and there's distractions. Hey, look over here while we're doing this thing over here. And so I really feel like when we awaken to this physical and non-physical, and again, there's a podcast on the physical and non-physical. I invite you to go listen to that. I mean, if if there's any podcast to listen to after this one, I think it's the gateway and that non-physical and physical. So I recommend both of those. And if you've already heard them, maybe it's time to revisit those as a reminder. So I think it's going to be really interesting as we're in this present moment in this shift of energy, 
and what's going to happen. Because when we tune into the quantum energy, even quantum computer computing, there's truth in it. You can see the truth. And it brings up also this idea of blockchain. So if you're familiar with blockchain, you might know more than I do about it. <laughs> if, if you're not familiar with the word blockchain, you will be soon. Quantum and blockchain are going to be coming to the surface and there's going to be a big shift in banking and governments. And when you talk about quantum computing, quantum energy and blockchaining, things cannot be skewed, distorted. There's truth in blockchaining. Blockchaining, you can track back to the original. <laughs> it's fascinating. And within the quantum energy, there's truth. You can see what's true and what's not. Even in quantum computing, there's a percentage of truth. So when I do energy readings, we connect through our breath. We connect to our higher selves, through the quantum energy. And through the quantum energy, I can sense it all. I can read it all. Now, I have a natural filtration system around me. So what I perceive and receive and there's a choice on what you perceive and receive and what you tap into. And so my intention is always to tap into the infinite potential in the future so that whatever the conversation is in the here and now, it's about empowerment and taking back your power. And it's a personal empowerment. It's not my words, my thoughts. It's your words, your thoughts. I have my wanted and unwanted. You have your wanted and unwanted. And there's no judgment back or forth. I want you to want what you want. And I want you to have the freedom to want that. And the freedom to allow that for yourself. Whatever that looks like. Because I know when you're whole and complete and happy and joyful, it's an overflow. I mean, imagine if every human put themselves in the center and allowed their joy and happiness. What an amazing thought that is, right? So this is an opportunity as we shift into this equinox. I just really feel something is rumbling. Something is happening here on planet Earth. And it seemed like, what, three years ago, Things kind of shifted for in the unwanted, right? <laughs> it was so heavy. Talk about the control. But what it did was it opened all of us to this idea of freedom of mind, body, and time, which is the fourth dimension. So back in 2020 and all the control, whether you call it a scandemic or a plandemic, whatever it is for you, it really was this grand opportunity for everyone on planet Earth. It feels like the whole planet was affected, right, <laughs> to choose for themselves. It was a matter of choosing your freedom of your mind, your thoughts, and freedom of your body to decide what was best for your body and is best for your body. And freedom of time as well, because this idea of jobs and money came into play. So not only was your thoughts, your belief systems, but your thoughts and belief systems around your body and your health and well-being and wellness. 
And then the time aspect as well with money and jobs and all that. It was like this crazy trifecta, mind, body, and time. Well, that's the fourth dimension beckoning and calling. And so I feel like what we're about to experience is all of that momentum of wanting freedom. I really do. I feel like all the momentum of of all of us that are feeling for freedom, freedom of mind, body, and time, the fourth dimension, I feel like we're stepping into that. But here's part of it. There's going to be a falling off. The heavy density is going to fall off. What is that going to feel like? That's going to be massive. So I just want to invite you as we shift from the ninth to the 10th month, that there's going to be a lot coming to the surface and it's the opportunity to feel for freedom and to not be distracted, to know for yourself because you can feel for the truth for yourself. So when we talk paranormal, there are so many topics that people assume are paranormal. I mean, me just talking about our spirit self, our higher self, that's paranormal to some people. (laughs) It just is. So there's going to be a huge spectrum of what is paranormal and what is not paranormal. And then I think there's going to be this overflow of this idea of UFOs or UAPs. And I just want to be very clear that I am not in ufology I do not get caught up in any group mentality and thinking. (laughs) And so I'm just not into the collective thinking and mentality. I know that we are all the universe experiencing ourselves. It's all about freedom, which is the opposite of control. It's the opposite of what someone would label as a cult. So when you look at this word occult, the word occult means hidden. But yet the word cult, right, (laughs) cult groups, there's a many people that feel like all religion are cult groups. All religion is cult. And I can see how they think that. I really, I can, I can, I can feel that. And it's interesting because a lot of things like Scientology have been coming forward. So when I talk about the heaviness, the density falling away, that's part of it. That's part of it. The things that are cult, that are controlling, consuming, they seek to consume you, control you. It's not about free will. It's not about your thoughts and your words. And so I really feel like when we talk about freedom of mind, body, and time, it's the absolute opposite of a cult mentality, a religion. A control. And I think a lot of people don't understand what that feels like because they've been surrounded by control for so long. Whether it's the the academia, maybe it's parents, grandparents, family, maybe it's generations, right? My grandfather was this, so now I you see what I'm saying, passing it down, passing it along. And so there's a lot of this controlling. I mean, I know a lot of people that chose to spend their time and energy going to school or doing things because that's what their parents did and that's what they expected them to do or their religious organization, whatever it is, the expectations of others. 
And this is an invitation, absolutely the opposite of that. This is an invitation to open to what is true for you. And I'm, I'm just inviting you to feel through it for you. What are your thoughts around it? What are your feelings around it? These podcasts are thought experiment for you to open and think through it for yourself. So many of you know, I'm a guide, a coach. I do guided meditations and ASMR over on YouTube. Again, live stream or on kick, sometimes on TikTok. And if you don't know about kick live streaming, it's a new live streaming platform and I'm really enjoying it. There's a huge, huge chat and ASMR category. It's not just gamers and live streaming is the future. I think we're all done with TV and Hollywood and I think live streaming is the future. And so I'm excited to be paving the future for live streamers outside of gaming. And I love games. So I think it's cool that gamers were kind of first to the live streaming platform and they did pave the way. And I do learn from live streamers that are gamers and things are shifting. Things are shifting. And there are more opportunities to open to open yourself to the things that bring you joy and the things that you want to discover. I mean, your your imagination and curiosity, the desires of your heart, that's who you are. And when you cut yourself off from that and don't allow it, that's when the problems occur. That's when you don't feel good. That's the no-go. And so there's going to be this mental allowing for yourself. Will you allow yourself to feel through the non-physical for yourself and to take words like a cult and cult out of the equation? So there's no judgment for you. Just what do you think for yourself? How do you feel for it yourself? And so as we go into this paranormal conversation, I think we've laid a really strong platform here and foundation that we can build on here and really get a good image of what's going on with the paranormal because a lot plays into this. So when we talk about UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to say, unidentified flying objects, a lot of stuff is (laughs) man-made and they just haven't disclosed, right? The stealth fighter, they said for 30 years it didn't exist and it did. And it looks like a spaceship. I mean, the stealth fighter is pretty amazing craft. It's amazing. So there's a lot of stuff that's man-made that we're unaware of and they haven't told us. Nobody's disclosed that. So we don't know what it is. For example, the triangle crafts that have the, the white lights in the corners and then that one more orange reddish light in the center, the, what are they, the TRB3? This is kind of known. It's man-made, but it looks like a spaceship. And there's so many videos of this. And there's also, when we talk about whether things are alien, right, there's really, for me, more of an invitation of temporal time and dimension. So I think part of the conversation is there's off-planet, right? Are there non-human, intelligent life forms, that are traveling in in craft, in spacecraft, right? Matterous, heavy, 
matterous materials that we can see, touch, taste, feel, all this, right? Physical, off-planet. Do I believe there's off-planet life? Absolutely. I believe that there's colonization on the moon. I believe there's colonization on Mars. I think Saturn's rings are fascinating. I mean, it's almost like giants were inside of those rings. <laughs> but then when we look on planet Earth, there's bones of giants, the redheaded giants, right? I mean, there's just so much going on. There's more skeletons of non-humans than people even know of on planet. There are so many skeletons of humanoid, non-human, human-like creatures, and that's a fun rabbit hole to go down. That's a lot of fun. So there are physical and non-physical. So if we're going to talk like alien UFO stuff, disclosure, is there off-planet life off of Earth? I believe yes. I also believe the sun is a portal. We can portal through the sun. That's how you can travel the universe. And then... There's this idea of temporal, time travel, then this idea of dimensional, dimensions. So I'm very tuned into the temporal time and the dimensions. And traveling the dimensions, connecting with the dimensions, the astral plane, that's my, that's my sweet spot. <laughs> Meditations, astral travel, dimensions, yes, that's my talk. However, remote viewing and astral projection is different from that. Now, do I practice remote viewing and astral projection? Sometimes, specifically in my coaching. So in my coaching program, it's one-on-one. -on -one, and there are many people in the coaching that I have astral projected and remote viewed. And they have sensed me, felt me. Also people in the coaching and in video calls that I do, we will do a meditation together, very short, 10 minutes, 15 minutes max, and we see the same things. I actually have a location along the astral planes that I don't tell anybody about, but I invite you to meet me on the astral plane, and I've had a few people actually come to my location and describe it to a T. So for me, when we talk dimensions, astral travel, meditative state of mind, that theta brainwave, the gamma brainwave state of mind, our brain is incredibly active during that gamma brainwave state of mind. That's a fun thing to research. And the gamma brainwave state of mind is where everything's happening in meditation, astral travel, astral projection, remote viewing. And you can see it through the brain. It's amazing. It's scientific. It's biological. So then we open to this idea of maybe ghosts, right? Hauntings, paranormal as in, I think most of the shows, TV shows and things, this paranormal stuff, right? Ghost, hauntings. <laughs> And that's really where I want to dive into. That's really the conversation I want to have here. So when you talk about hauntings, paranormal ghosts, things that are non-physical, but 
you can still physically pick some stuff up, right? See, hear, feel, touch, that haunting. Okay, so full disclosure, I don't like anything scary. I don't like haunted stuff. I'm not into Halloween. I love dressing up. I love the candy. I love trick-or-treating. I love the fun part, but I do not do haunted houses. I do not want to be scared. And I'll just, I'll be honest, that movie, The Sixth Sense, so my husband and I were dating at the time. (laughs) This was in the 90s. And everybody kept the secret of that movie. So when that movie was in the movie theater, I had no idea it was about a kid talking to dead people, right? Bruce Willis was in there. Turns out Bruce Willis was dead. Sorry if I spoiled the movie for you. Um, But it was a fantastic movie. It is a fantastic movie. I'm not going to watch it again. I watched it one time and I was, that movie haunted me for the longest time. And if I think about certain scenes, it will haunt me. And it feels, it feels real, real for me. So back in the nineties, when my husband and I, we went with a a large group of friends, we went to the movies all the time. This is before uh, social media, the internet. I think maybe we had like email or something uh, on the internet. We, we really weren't on the internet at that time. Um, And so we go to the movie and it was known as just the biggest movie out, but nobody gave up the secret. So I just thought it was going to be this amazing suspense-filled movie. I didn't know it was going to be about dead people and the kid could see the dead people. And so part of the movie, The Sixth Sense, was this this boy that could sense these dead people. And you don't know until the end that Bruce Willis, who's uh, a main character with this kid, um, that he's dead the whole time. So the kid, every time the kid is talking to Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis is not even alive. And you don't know it through the majority of the movie. You think that, I think he was supposed to be his counselor or his therapist or something. Anyways, well, here's the thing. I identified with the kid, but the kid saw all the low vibrational stuff. The kid in the movie, The Sixth Sense, saw the angry people, the upset people, the people that it was, it was a negative experience and their death was negative or unwanted or whatever it is. And so it was a really low vibrational, like at one point he went to a birthday party, the kid in the movie, and the kids were bullying him and locked him in a closet or something. And there was some kind of haunting in the closet and he couldn't get out. And so the movie was really set up to be a little bit scary and haunting and thrilling in that way. Well, here's the thing. It was so personal to me because I know it's true and I know it's real and I know we can tune into this stuff. However, when I tune in, I don't tune into that lower realm of the unwanted. So I call this the darkness. It's kind of hell. And I feel like we can tune into this heaven realm up high or this hell realm down low. And then there's also this middle realm. And a lot of psychics will talk about this as well. Like when they tune in and speak with people who have returned back to their spirit, right? Loved ones in spirit connecting. Maybe they're just flat out saying I'm talking to dead people, whatever, (laughs) whatever it is. I know we don't ever die. We return back to the wholeness of who we are in between our manifested manifested lives. And I believe that when Jesus came, he talked about this manifested life. He talked about how we manifest ourselves in physical and return back to our spirit. So a lot of people say this is reincarnation, whatever word, it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter, um, whatever your wording is. So for me, I just feel like it's the natural flow of the universe that we're all in spirit. There's a realm, we can call this the heavenly realm, the dimension where we are all in our spirit body. We are light. So we can energetically pick up light. We can energetically pick up human energies and non-physical is light. So experiments with remote viewing and astral travel have proven that when people remote view and astral travel, you can pick up their energy and they show up as lights. This is another thing to research. And if you're into it, research TARG, T-A-R-G, remote viewing TARG. He's the most experienced, most well-known remote viewer. And that's a fun thing to learn about. T-A-R-G, TARG, remote viewing. I'm sure lots of great things will come up for you on that search. So you can sense light from life. And it's interesting because you very much can tune into a lower frequency, which fills hell and a higher, which fills heaven. And then there's kind of this middle realm where love and anger and kind of the normal human emotions are, are in this middle realm. So when I tune in, I go way up to heaven. Sometimes I'll tune into the middle realm. So if I ever see the darkness or the things like in the movie, The Sixth Sense, it's a no-go for me. So when I saw that movie, The Sixth Sense, I had not learned what I know now. And I wasn't well-practiced. And so I could sense those low, negative, unwanted energies. Now, I don't, they're invisible. They're not even there. And so if if I do tune into something that's black or heavy or negative in that way, it's really fast and I don't pick it up. And that's another thing is an open channel. And when I tune in, I don't pick up anything. Nothing affects me. Nothing affects me. When, when healing occurs, even with my hands, I don't pick up anything. Because I'm simply an open channel and I don't pick up anything. It's a higher frequency and a vibration of healing, of channeling, of reading. And I love assisting people in reaching that higher level. Because most people, I think, are picking up the lower, which feel evil and heavy and scary and haunting. And so that's why I don't entertain scary movies, Halloween stuff. I can't have that information. I'm too sensitive And I don't want to be attuned to that. So I'm attuned to a higher vibration. And people that meet me in the physical, (laughs) they realize that I'm just like this all the time. I am just like how I am in my YouTube videos, in my lives, in, in, in person. And I'm incredibly high energy and high vibrational. I just am. But I attune to this natural vibration, and you can too. So if you're somebody like me that doesn't like the haunting stuff, I invite you to tap out of that and tune into a higher vibration and go towards the light and you can tune out of that. So what do I feel like is going on with hauntings? What do I feel like is going on with those lower vibrational energies? Well, I think that most of them are energy imprints. And it's interesting because there's a recent Joe Rogan. Now, I didn't listen to the whole podcast on Spotify, but I just, I watched a little clip over on YouTube and my husband had played it. And I don't even know who this young kid was that he was interviewing. I have no idea who he was. Again, it was a short clip. 
And Joe Rogan makes a statement that I thought was really a huge thought experiment. And I went, oh, oh, good point. Oh, oh. And I thought on it for a little bit. And my husband did too. And I want to introduce this to you, what Joe Rogan said. He's like, don't you think it's fascinating that most hauntings, if not all hauntings, are indoors? Like, are there any outdoor haunted spots? Now, as I'm saying this, I actually live near what's known as a very haunted spot. And what is it? Ghost Adventures? I think it's called Ghost Adventures. They actually came and filled, filmed, filmed an episode. <laughs> and this little haunted place, we used to go in college all the time in the early 90s to this place. And nothing ever happened. And I recently took my son back and my husband and nothing was there. But in their show, Ghost Adventures, they claimed that stuff was happening outside at this bridge and in this forest, even under the bridge, and that they could feel stuff. Well, let me tell you, a lot of people go there and they write witchcraft and all sorts of symbols everywhere because it's kind of like this known haunted spot, but I don't think it's haunted at all. There's nothing there. You can't pick up on anything. It's almost like people are trying to make it that. And so I actually have a history in this specific location that's outside. So whether it was the early 90s and I was in college and visited many times, nothing ever happened. My husband and son and I, when we went back, we took photos. Nothing ever came up. There was no, You could not feel anything. And my son is Pisces. He's naturally psychic. He doesn't like me saying that. He doesn't even like talking about this stuff. <laughs> but he does like talking about paranormal things. And he didn't even pick up on anything when he was there. And I think this is a great question. Like most haunting, most paranormal investigations, don't they happen indoors and not outdoors? Have people caught stuff outdoors? I think this is a great question. I really, I would love to know. You guys should tweet me about this. Lucid Life Vibes over on, I should say X, not Twitter anymore, right? They're X's. <laughs> so send me an X over on X. Let me know. I think this is a great conversation. Are there hauntings outside? Are there paranormal things going on outside? Or are they only indoors? Well, you know another place they are? Underwater. That's right, in the water. There are tons of deep water divers and freestyle divers that take their video and their audio recorders underneath with them as they dive. There have been so many audio recordings of people underwater, and they're not there. They're not there. Tons of record. This is a fun thing to research too. So here's what I want to weave together for you. I really feel like most paranormal haunting situations happen indoors in a location inside, not outside. But when they are outside, they're underwater. So again, not in outside in the air with nature. So what I'm seeing is indoor within the walls, the architect, the architecture, the structure, and then water underneath the water. Most of the things underwater happen in caves, caverns, and shipwrecks where there's not the water flow. And so here's what I want to bring forward. 
when we tap into the quantum energy, when we tap into the energy in general, what I see are energy imprints, energetic imprints. And this is a real scientific trackable thing. So if we talk about dowsing rods or willow willow branches, right? Dowsers. I feel like our hands are dowsing rods <laughs> and willow branches, but that's another discussion. Hands. Maybe that's what we'll start season two, episode one, hands. <laughs> Just talk about how powerful our hands are. I really think that the dowsing, when you're looking for water or gold, treasures, whatever you're dowsing for, not this idea of answering yes or no questions like a pendulum, right? Not that, not that. And we don't need a pendulum and you don't need dowsing rods for a yes or no question. Your gut instinct will tell you yes or no. You don't need a pendulum or dowsing for a yes or no answer for yourself. Let me be the one to, to enlighten you to that. Your gut instinct knows yes or no. You just got to feel for your yes or no, what that feels like in your gut. So when we talk about dowsing for locating, it's real. It's real, but I think we could locate with our hands. We don't even need that. And most people that are gifted dowsers, it's they're so tuned in. I don't even think they need the dowsing. I think they could use their hands. They are the antenna, not the dowsing. So I bet most people that are really good at the dowsing, finding the water, the gold, whatever the energies they're looking for in the earth, I'm pretty sure those dowsing rods are just an extension of what's happening, just an extension as a tool, which is amazing. When they're dowsing, they can pick up on where water was, where gold was, where the diamonds were, because there's an energetic imprint that is left. So when we talk about the crust of the earth, and there's an entire podcast on that as well, there's DNA, right? There's the blood, sweat, and tears of the past. So people that talk about grounding into the earth or this collective energy will have fun with that because you're grounding in to all that energy that's stored. So like the past wars, right? All the blood, sweat, and tears from the past, it's it's imprinted in the earth. So there's also all these stories, not only underwater in caves and shipwrecks of the audio of what happened, right? The recordings, it's stored there. It's stored in the shipwrecks. It's stored so something happened. And it's energetically imprinted on the walls, the ship, the water, whatever. The same thing happens in hotel rooms, in different like haunted locations, Right? How many stories have we heard of the same hotel room, all these murders, all these suicides, all these unwanted things replaying, right? What happens when you enter into this room and it just replays? I believe there's an energetic imprint. I do not believe that these are hauntings as in a spirit being. I do not ever believe people are trapped. Their spirit is trapped. Like they can't return back. None of that resonates with me at all, at all. I know that when the cycle of life is completed, so if we go back to the nine, the cycles, cycle of being human here is is complete. You know, we're born and then there's this returning back to our spirit that we return back. I do not believe that any humans get stuck 
from the time they pass on and they die in human to returning back. I do not believe that. Now, are there some kind of um, really low, dark something that people could do? Yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure there is hell on earth somewhere and that people dabble in the hellish practices that are just terrible, right? I'm not going to have those conversations because I don't attune to that. So could people be using the dark? Absolutely. Just like I tap into heaven and the quantum energy, people could be tapping into the lower. Now, I believe that energy is falling away. But yes, that does happen. And we'll get there in this conversation. So if you think about when you go to places that are haunted, right, or, or there's known haunted places, maybe you're watching a documentary or a paranormal show, and you go there and things happen. There's a repeating of the energy. And then when we go in at, in human form and feed that energy, it's gonna, it's going to manifest. It's going to multiply. It's going to become matterous. So when you feed anything with your thoughts or your words and when you believe it, right? So what happens when people go into these places and they're, they're, wanting it to happen, they have an intention. They have energy towards it. They're welcoming. They're wanting it. And it's interesting because I think the people that are actually investigating and wanting to know what's happening, they're getting a different response than the people that are wanting it to be a spirit thing and wanting, feeling like it's, it's a spiritual entity that they're going to interact with. For me personally, I think it's energetic imprints that are replaying. And a lot of this can be proven when people go back to same spots and it's like the silverware keep moving. The pictures, like the same things keep happening. It's an imprint. It keeps happening. It's like a, a recording, a video recording, an audio recording. And that's what it is underwater. I mean, the divers, that's what they say. It's like an audio recording is played. Like when they enter in their energy, it just starts the recording. And what's interesting is a lot of the divers that go underwater, they hear it when they're underwater. It's not just their audio that's picking up. They, they hear it. So there was one story from a diver. She was at a favorite little spot and there's this underground cavern area that most people don't even know. And so most people are there swimming, but there's some divers that go into the cave. So it was her and her best friend. They were going to go diving, and it was one other family that was there. And she goes, she's the only one in the water, to her knowledge. She goes underneath, goes into the cave, and the minute she goes underwater, she hears screaming, like terrible screaming, really terrible stuff. And she was so alarmed by it, she came back up to the surface, like thinking something was going on on the surface, and nothing was happening. The family was still there. Her friend had not gotten in the water and nobody was in the water. So there's this replaying, this like a tape recorder or a video recorder. However, I really feel when people are going into these certain areas, they're feeding that energy. And I think that that energy can manifest and become something. Now, can that become something and walk out of the cave? I don't think so. I think what it's doing is beefing up whatever the energy is and feeding it to where it's it's just, it's magnifying it. 
And it's kind of just keeping it alive instead of clearing it out. So I think that we can have this clearing energy or we can have this manifesting and where it's it's getting bigger. So there's a story from somebody in my coaching program. And here's how this went. Her and a friend went to this known haunted location. And as they started nearing this location, her friend really started changing. And her friend was is a man and felt everything about him changing as they drove nearer to this place. And she started taking pictures of them. And there was one picture specifically where he is like, got this horrible look on their face. And it's like a selfie of the two of them. Horrible look, like very uncomfortable, very horrible, almost like a frown. And when he saw it, he goes, I was smiling in that picture. Like it even shocked him. Like what? How did, what? And so as they got to this place, she was feeling really uncomfortable. Well, here's the thing. She naturally is a high vibration and she's a, she is, was, (laughs) was attuning to this high vibration at the time. And it started feeling heavy for her and she's like, she didn't want to be there and she shouldn't be there. Well, her friend was like loving it, really feeling like he was supposed to be there. And she's like, I shouldn't be here. And he's like, oh, this is amazing. And she could feel how he was changing and shifting. And it was weird. Even his personality was changing from what she knew about him in this one moment of being here. So they enter into wherever it is, the inside part of this. And they go in and she is just like, I should not be here. She can just feel the energy. It's just not right. And so there's actually a picture of her where her aura, there's like this red aura in her and you can see the color of her. It's crazy pictures that they were able to capture inside the building. And it was almost like she was putting on this protective aura from wherever she was. The opposite was happening with her friend. He was loving it. He was like becoming energized, like full of energy and really wanted to continue going. And she was feeling sick, like she couldn't be there anymore and she needed to leave. So she leaves and he goes back in. He wanted wanted to go as deep as he could and reach the darkness and the haunting and really feel it. And she made mention that he really wasn't the same after they visited that spot and that she could feel that. And she had to cleanse and clear that. And I'm not going to go into detail about her friend, but let me just tell you, her friend has some health conditions. There's some stuff going on that's pretty dark. And so I'm just bringing this forward to say That whatever your vibration is and whatever you're open to and you're tuning into, there's a non-physical and a physical. And even if it's just an energy imprint, an energetic imprint, you can feed that. You can feed that non-physical energy. So it's kind of like, I know the Cecil Hotel is one of those places that crazy stuff has happened. I think there's there's documentaries about the Cecil Hotel. And what happens when people just get in there? It's just replaying. And when your vibration matches whatever that is, 
it becomes something. It's matterous. So I think that if if you're matching this lower vibration of the 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 imprint of the energy, then there there you can take that on. And I think that there can absolutely be an attachment. So any of that energy from a place or location, it can attach to you if you allow it. And I think that's what happened. There was an attachment even after they left was still with him, still with him. And so I think it goes both ways. And I tune into the healing energy, the clearing energy, the heavenly energy, the harmonic energy, harmony and healing and manifesting. And so I choose to tune in to the light and I choose to opt out of the darkness. And here's the thing. I think you can tune into both and be a neutral observer. I really think you can. I think you can inquire about some of the lower, heavier stuff, maybe the haunted, right? I think you can and not be affected by it. 100%, I think you can be an investigator of that and not be affected by that. But you have to set your energy. You have to be a filter for yourself and you have to be aware of what's happening energetically. There's a physical and a non-physical. And so I don't think there's anything to fear unless you're going to pick that up and welcome that in. So I do think you can open the door, right? I like I love learning about body language and behavior, human behavior. And so I follow a little bit of true crime. I do. I really do. Like I mean, I'll be honest, when I was a kid, I could have had a true crime situation in my family. So I think part of me researching about it is trying to gain understanding of why some humans do the things that they do. And I know some of it's mental illness, right? Um, however, I think I'm curious about that and why some people choose to harm others, right? Um, and choose that the lower and the darkness over the light. And so here's what I've discovered is sometimes if I watch too much true crime, if I get too much into a story, I feel myself being pulled down. I feel the negative. I do. It's almost like I've opened the door for it. So I'm incredibly mindful. But again, I'm very sensitive to that as well. Do I think anything can harm us through our dreams? Kind of like a Freddy Krueger situation? No, absolutely not. Our dreams are when we're in this gamma and delta brainwave state, we're one with our higher selves. So through meditation and sleep, I know we're always protected and we can trust that. And I also know that a lot of times our nightmares actually aren't nightmares. They're more messages from our subconscious. And if we would revisit that, there's a message in there. So I just want to reassure you, I know that when you meditate in astral travel, you're one with your higher self and there's nothing to fear. Nobody can infiltrate your dreams in that way. Absolutely not. So I just want to put your mind at ease of how I feel about that. And then the other part about it is, is that as spiritual beings, I know that we all have a light bodies. So can we sense spirits and ghosts? Yes. For me, they're not ghosts at all. They're not ghosts. It's called the Merkaba. And I probably am saying this in a way that you might not recognize Merkaba, but it's your light body, your timeless spaceship. So I believe that when we're in our spirit, we've returned back to the wholeness of who we are. 
we are a light body, a Merkaba, and I believe that we can sense this as white orbs or colored orbs or rainbowed orbs. So many of us see orbs of light and fractals of light. These, I believe, are spirit. And I do believe they are contacting and they are in our physical presence. So every day, whether it's in my live or a YouTube video or a coaching call or a video call, I'm connecting people with their loved ones in spirit and connecting them with their self in spirit. And it opens a whole new world and reality for them. And it's beautiful. But the amount of people that admit to me seeing light bodies and orbs is overwhelming. I believe most of us are seeing this. We can see orbs in the daylight. Uh, Many of you have picked up pictures of these as well. And they're around you in the pictures. A lot of you taking pictures of the sun and the moon will see them. I believe these are spirits. So is there a paranormal as far as like spiritual beings? Yes, but it's not, they're not ghosts. It's not a ghostly apparition. Now, some of the ghostly apparitions, I believe, are time travel, temporal, or dimensional. So I very much believe that a lot of the paranormal things are actually time travel, temporal, and dimensional. And that might, that might freak you out a little bit. But I think a lot of stuff that's going on with paranormal, it's not haunted. It's not ghost in that way. They are beings, but they're, it's a time. It's temporal. They're time traveling or dimensionally traveling. And it feels more paranormal, like a ghost. So for me, I don't, I don't think like the movie Sixth Sense, we're seeing people as apparitions and ghosts in their spirit at all. I think that's either an energetic replay of something that happened or it's temporal time travel or it's dimensional and it's an actual being just like you're an actual being. They're just not in physical form. I do believe, again, I'm going to be on repeat. We are all spiritual beings. We all have light bodies in Merkaba. And so could you sense our light body in Merkaba while we're astral traveling, remote viewing, and astral projection? Absolutely. We can absolutely manifest in right now in our physical form when we meditate, astral travel, remote view, astral project, we can absolutely become our light body and travel as an orb, as a Merkaba. And we can be sensed. We can be picked up 100%. And so that's what I believe is that we have not only our loved ones in spirit and our soul family in spirit, but we also have time travel and dimensional. And those show up as light bodies and orbs, Merkabas. And I think that's what we're seeing more than anything else. And most of the haunting stuff, again, is energetic imprints. And here's the thing. Are there high vibrational energetic imprints? Yes. Most people just are not tuned into them. I am. (laughs) I am. So I can sense some high vibrational imprints. Just like a lot of you can sense your angels, right? Your guides, your loved ones in spirit with you. So I very much do 
tap into those high vibrational imprints. And I love tapping into Merkabah's light bodies, orbs. I welcome temporal time travelers. I welcome the dimensionals. I know that I, I am, I am in another dimension right now. So many of us, not only are we past and future versions of ourselves, but there's other present versions of ourselves. So there's a version of me right now in the seventh dimension that I tune into all the time. And that might sound crazy to you. And that's okay. I just think there's a lot going on and things are overflowing from one topic to another. And the reason is, is because it's all the same topic. It's physical and non-physical life. And there's a lot going on. And if this was normal conversation, if quantum, quantum energy was a normal conversation, if, if we took the word spiritual and spirituality out and life is that, there's no separation, we're having different conversations. I think most of us would be on the same page if we could shift some of these topics and conversations. I think a lot of it, Again, it's the same conversation. It just sounds different, but it's the same thing. It goes back to the same thing, physical and non-physical, high and low, right? (laughs) What's a high vibration? What's a low vibration? Well, high and low are not good terms. Heavy and light, what's heavy, what's dense, what feels haunted, what feels fearful and scary and controlling, right? But then what feels light and free will and freedom based? So it's a really matter of feeling through it for yourself. There's the mental, emotional and physical. But there's also this non-physical aspect of life. And so I just want to invite you to have some conversations with people. Tweet me about this. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it in a live. Join me in a live stream. Let's talk about it. I think that this is a, this should be a new mainstream conversation. What's really going on through the energy? And it's not something that we have to argue or fight about, right? There's no right or wrong. It's a thought experiment. It's just a conversation to have. And we feel through it and and feel it for ourselves, So many of us have experienced different things. We've seen things and the the age of, of it not being real is over. It's over. It is real. There's so much going on. The cover up is over. It's over. It's time for you to see it all, experience it all. And decide for yourself. And you can do that through the quantum energy. So I want to invite you over to my YouTube channel. I have a guided meditation playlist. I have tons of non-creepy ASMR. And the point of my ASMR is to relax you. It's just to relax. Theta brainwave, gamma brainwave, state of mind. And tap into the wider, higher energies. And tap into your higher self. Your higher self is a perfect filter, is a perfect guide for you, the perfect travel guide for you. And there's knowing. You have the knowing inside of you. So as as we're in moving into this, this equinox, 
and the shifting energies, I invite you to open, soften, and allow to what's really going on and to feel through it for yourself. Because I know life is magical and miraculous and it's a choice. And it's our choice what we're going to tune in and tap into and what we're going to attune to. So thank you for joining me for this episode and thank you for joining me for season one. This has been an amazing year. What a year. And I want to hear from you guys. What do you want me to talk about in the next season? Bring forward your topics. Let me know what you want to hear about. And I would love to have discussions with you over on Twitter. Join me over on Twitter or X. <laughs> Let's talk about these podcasts. It's been an amazing ride. Thank you for being here. In season two, oh, I can only imagine what we're going to discuss. You're the powerful gateway and the time is now. I'm sending you so much love.